Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show. And we started a few franchises. Uh, fra- franchises, if I say that correctly. It may come out sounding okay, but it, it felt weird when I said that. I feel like I butchered the word and said something different. That's like, okay. Fan rises or something i don't know anyway so don't be so hard on yourself <laughs> i know i'm too tough on myself i think that's that's the problem so we started some franchises back in october and we've been working our way through them a little bit we, we slowed down a little bit the last couple of months because uh, we were busy with other things and you know we slowed down the episodes a little bit but we got back to friday the 13th a couple of weeks ago this week we are getting back to nightmare on elm street uh with mm. nightmare on elm street part three the dream warriors so that is what we are talking about today. So we'll start spoiler free uh, and we'll warn you somewhere in the middle before we go into spoilers. So uh, the last couple of episodes, Tim has put us on 10 minute tangents before we've gotten to actually talk about the movie. So I'm going to give him an opportunity now to get his tangent out of the way should he wish to. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've uh, anything as excited to talk about this movie. Uh, you're talking about how, you know, kind of like, slowed down a bit and um you know been pretty busy lately and mm-hmm. this week it, it, it was even kind of uh, hard i got a lot of stuff going on i'm getting ready for you know a small little trip and i got work and blah, blah blah all this stuff and um you know so it would have actually been really easy to kind of push this off another week but i was like ah, damn you know <laughs> i really want to talk about this movie yeah it's uh uh well i mean we'll we'll see how we feel about it <laughs> but i was excited to watch it <laughs> and talk about it <laughs> that was all on topic. I am shocked. <laughs> we'll see how long that lasts, but here we are. So, uh, Name of the Street 3 is notable because unlike Part 2, it is actually more of a direct sequel to the first one because we have Nancy back, played by Hella Lionkamp. Her father also shows up, played by John Saxon, and we directly kind of reference that the events of the first movie happened, and it is set at a mental hospital where a bunch of teenagers who have encountered Freddy in some way, who... Basically, the system of have concluded they must be crazy because they're 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 getting up in the middle of the night and they seem to be self harming. That's what it looks like anyway, from their perspective. So they're all in here, and Hell Lion Camp's character Nancy from the first movie kind of comes in as this kind of new age psychiatrist to try and help with dream problems. And we also have a younger Lawrence Fishburne, credited as Larry Fishburne. Let's not let's not, <laughs> not forget that. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, that's the premise of the movie. And it's a little bit more different in the sense that it largely revolves around, okay, how can we fight back against Freddy? Mm-hmm. That kind of, that ends up being what the goal of the movie ultimately is mm-hmm. um, as it goes on. So we have a whole cast of characters. Uh, they're a very notable uh, bunch because they're all kind of memorable. You know, you've got your one who's kind of like a, a, a D&D player. You've got the <laughs> quiet kid who's, you know, you've got the girl who wants to be a TV star. You've got the one mm-hmm. who's got the sort of the, the ex-junkie life who's you know had had problems and curbed them you've got all these characters who are a little bit different uh so it's, it's a very nice mix of cast mm-hmm. so that's 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 nightmare on elm street part three the dream warriors obviously more on spoilers later but uh after giving the premise i always ask tim the question tim do you enjoy mm-hmm. a nightmare on elm street part three the dream warriors uh yeah i mean i mean of course i do it's such a <laughs> dumb question to ask um yeah this is this movie is uh fantastic it's uh you know as i've said before i'm a big fan of the you know nightmare uh franchise overall and really um, i've never heard that before but gone. <laughs> uh i wouldn't say this is my favorite but i also like never like I'm, I'm not surprised when uh, a lot of people will say that this is their favorite because I, I think that's totally uh, reasonable because this is very very dang good. Um, you know, and, uh, you neglected to mention uh, that it's um, written. I don't know if is it fully written by Frank Darabont or did he just do like a, a like a first well, it, it treatment? It wasn't fully written because I know Wes Craven also has a writer credit. Okay, yeah. Uh, if I, if I check out the writer section on IMDb. Mm-hmm. We have story by Wes Craven and Bruce Wagner, and then the screenplay by Wes Craven, Bruce Wagner, Frank Darabont, and Chuck Russell. Uh, Chuck Russell being the director of the film as well. So, yeah. so, so a lot a few, of few cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, but um, you know, definitely. Uh, I don't know who this Bruce Wagner guy is, but uh, I mean, you know, obviously Wes Craven and uh, Frank Darabont uh, are 
you know, no people you wouldn't want to kick out of the car, you know? Uh, sure. They... <laughs> well, funnily enough, this, this is before Frank Darabont, at least from what we know him for, was kind of known. Because, you know, this is before Shawshank, this is before The Mist and Green Mile yeah. and all that stuff. Um, in the credits, he's actually listed as a Francis Darabont, which was funny. Um, but <laughs> is that is that true? Or are you just cracking no, a joke not. because of Larry Fishburne? All right, just checking, just checking. But no, th- this is obviously great. We're going to get into more details about it. But uh, you know, just uh, something that you said uh, before. It's a like just a, an interesting story. It doesn't, you know, just do kind of the easy horror thing where, you know, just duplicates the first movie. There's actually, uh, you know, it feels like this is a very lived in world where like things have progressed and characters have grown and we have new characters and a new situation. Uh, but it still feels like fully, you know, set in the nightmare world. But, uh, while at the same time, it, it seems like a kind of logical, you know, steps that it's taken to go above and beyond and kind of build and create more of this world, which uh, which is really, really cool. And, you know, something you don't always <laughs> see. I feel like when I get asked the question at the start of the show, Tim, you get very serious for your answer and you're very sort of formal. And then that goes out the window as soon as we start actually discussing back and forth. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know. And I'm not criticizing that you should be proper the rest of the time. I'm, I'm, I'm more pointing out just how proper you get for that one section of the show. Just that one little section, you get very formal in the way you, you address the audience, like, like you're an important person. We know you're not, but you're right. you're pretending that you are. <laughs> you're giving <laughs> words of wisdom. I just I want to point that out. Uh, so indubitably, <laughs> indubitably. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, I like I like uh, Drew Moyers a whole lot. In fact, I oh, am one of the, <laughs> I, your response. <laughs> I am one of the sensible people who would say this is the best in the series. I like this more than the first one. That's right. It's debatable, but it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You can suck it. Drew Moyers supreme. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. Here's the thing about Drew Moyers. I love that it feels like it's actually progressed in the world. Like, Freddy's still going after kids. Nancy survived. Okay. Nancy got better. And there is a reference, because yeah. we obviously debated at the end of the first movie, like, exactly what happened with the whole mother situation and, like, what was I that I believe ending? I won that debate. But... Did you? I don't, <laughs> I don't remember what I said, so I can't even dispute who won what. We'll, just, we'll chuck it up to me, then. <laughs> no, we will not. We will call it a tie. Connor, you keeping score. <laughs> I see nothing. <laughs> he hasn't watched scary movies. They're too scary for him. Oh, his little ginger but, hair like goes all poofy. Uh, it makes me just want to wrap him up in a in a blanket and just kind of stroke his head while I make him watch <laughs> scary movies. You you do that, Tim. You do you. <laughs> make sure you turn the camera on. I feel that like this has got some show potential. Uh, cut back to Connor's reaction to the movie uh, mid review. So, but, 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 so, you've got that element. Everyone knows I love a nice set of rules. Everyone knows I love, like, characters trying to, like, figuring out a plan and working against the bad guy, the villain, the, the scary monster, whatever. It's what I love about It Falls. It's what I love about the first nightmare, because I love that Nancy gets proactive in that, and she's trying to figure out how to solve it. But when you've got a team of characters, I, I tend to like it just a little bit more. But... I, no, I like that it's a natural progression because it does feel like, no, Freddy's still doing this stuff and sure, Nancy survived, but she still remembers and she she still wants to help other kids who are going through it and she, there is a reference to her mother where she just says her mother died in her sleep and I like how ambiguous that is. It's like, well, that probably was Freddy then, but it doesn't necessarily mean yeah. it was. Like, it could, she just could have died in her sleep. That's all that could mean. Yeah. But it was probably Freddy. Yeah. I mean, you know, Freddie could have easily made it look like it was, you know, something else. That, you know, yeah, if he just like choked her or something, and or I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it would be a less obvious visible mark to to, to denote death, wouldn't it? Because obviously, yeah. when someone dies in their sleep, but they've got giant claw marks going across their neck or their stomach, then you're like, okay, right, I've got a feeling there was foul play involved yeah. here. And I think this is kind of what's interesting about this that I feel like you don't see very often is that, uh, you know, like you said, we have this group of characters that are being proactive, uh, which is great. Um, but it's also cool that they're all very, like, uh, unique and uh, memorable, you know, kind of like you said. And um, 
it's uh in in a way they kind of overshadow freddy which i feel like you know doesn't happen often in horror movies usually you know the star of the show is kind of the villain and yeah it's it's kind of it definitely doesn't happen for the rest of the franchise like i I think this is the last time this possibly happens um and i i think it also is quite wise because he's he's pretty funny but he's not like full-on just comedy freddy Mm -hmm. yet he's still intimidating they leave him off screen for a long long time there's just hints of him until mm-hmm. the last like thirty minutes, where it fully becomes okay. Freddy's out and about, and he's he's doing creepy things and, and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, he still feels menacing, still creepy. He's not full on like jokey <laughs> tales from the crypt, Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> also, he does have maybe fun. his best line of dialogue ever in this movie, which uh, which I believe was improvised by uh, Robert England. Himself. That does not surprise me, but yeah. so I assume you know the line I'm referring to, which yeah. is <laughs> "Welcome to prime time, bitch." That one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's such a good line. And then, of course, I mean, we're in spoiler-free, so I suppose I shouldn't say what happens after he says that line, but... <laughs> sure. I mean, most people probably, yeah. know, even if you're not, like, a huge nightmare guy, it's kind of a famous horror scene. Let's just but... say it's related to a television set. <laughs> Let's just <Yeah>. say that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so no. Uh, and you've got that, and it actually does kind of feel like a conclusion to the series as well. Like, I think, you know, not to give away some feelings on 4, but I feel like 4 does that thing where it feels like it's extended beyond its natural end point because they wanted to have more. Because obviously this did really well, you know, for a slasher movie in the 80s, yeah. and they wanted more. And 4 makes a lot of the sequel mistakes I'd expect the second movie to make, which bizarrely didn't happen in this series because the second movie was just odd, this odd standalone thing. And then 3 is mm-hmm. the proper sequel that actually wraps up the story. And then four's the one that goes, no, let's retcon the ending and like you know, d- mess with some things you liked in the third movie just so we can keep it going. Uh, so 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 four does that. Uh, and I'll leave that there because we'll obviously we'll talk about four in a month or two's time when we get to that. But uh, th- that's like something that I, I think's a, a sign of how much I like this one is that mm-hmm. I I I I am annoyed at four for messing with it. I'm like, no, that should have been the end. That should have been finished. Now, obviously. I don't include uh, Wes Craven's new nightmare in this this because that's such a sort of standalone meta outside the series thing. Even though it's part of the series, it's kind of this right. weird own thing. Uh, but for me, this is the end of the story. For me, this is like kind of like how I've, I've always said with Halloween Four. Like that's where you stop. You can mm-hmm. watch the rest out of curiosity, but Halloween Four is the end of the story. So stop there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of it, it. It's a little weird because. Uh, yeah, I, I would be totally fine with this as an endpoint, but uh, you know, when you're dealing with franchises, sometimes it's kind of fun just to, I don't know, kind of see how far they can go. Uh, even you know, even though it gets bad, you still kind of have like some love for it. Uh, but I, I get what you're saying though. Like, well, I think I'm more critical of it with Freddy because I do feel like, other than New Nightmare, which again is a very different beast, it is pretty bad from here on out after this. <laughs> do, you, do you disagree okay. are you a fan of four five and six i mean <laughs> i'm not gonna give a all right okay okay you you, <laughs> my you details hold, away <laughs> you, you hold that close to your chest until we get yeah. there but you have to tune in we'll see i'll just say this now if you like six i'm disowning you we shall see freddy's dead is garbage <laughs> I, i'm not looking forward to rewatching that for this but anyway <laughs> What is interesting though, to compare it to Friday the 13th, I don't feel that way with Friday the 13th. I, it didn't matter what they did to Jason, I always wanted more. And I never felt like there was like a section of the franchise that was after the, the point where it should have ended. Uh, sure. I mean, I, I, I like Jason, but I, I didn't have as much uh, love for him growing up uh, as I did Freddy, so I... I don't know. I, well, I wouldn't argue with you, but it's not so much that. I mean, I mean, I, do, I, I think I do like Jason more, but I don't think it's that. I, I, what I just mean is that if you like the early Jason movies, you'll like most of them. It doesn't go. Sure. To, it okay. doesn't go downhill like I think both Halloween and Friday uh, and Nightmare on Elm Street do at some point, where yeah. all of a sudden it's just off a cliff, and then it's like you know garbage. I mean, the one thing I would say uh, about Freddy though is that he has such a unique power set that it, it does mm. kind of make it interesting like you know uh, when you're getting a new movie it's like oh i can't wait to see like what the new kills are gonna be uh you know just because he can literally do anything whereas like yeah. jason I, I i still am gonna don't get me wrong I'm, i'll always be excited for you know like a new friday the 13th movie but you know for the most part it's probably gonna be a lot of stabbings um you know he'll mix it up a, a little bit here and there but you know with freddie it's like oh is he gonna you know, 
turn uh you know into a shark and eat someone or is he gonna throw him into outer space it's like uh you know it's limitless um which uh it, it's kind of i mean i don't don't get me wrong I, I would be very wary of like a new friday or a new nightmare movie um uh, but it does kind of like it, it is surprising that you know what you could do with cgi that they haven't like you know they had the one terrible remake but it really didn't you know play with you know his power set that much oh like, we'll it, get there we're, we're, crazy we're, stuff when we said we're doing the franchise we're doing all of it like yeah, that's happening geez. well not, not including the tv show well, movies only but <laughs> i mean spoiler alert uh, i'll I, i'll give you my feelings on the remake for free uh, <laughs> it, yeah it's uh it's pretty bad I, i've only seen it once uh, so i'm a little curious to go back and watch it but it's you know, I, I know it's not going to be bad, but um, I don't know. It, it'd be interesting if they did do a new one, though, and they had like proper like you know CGI that they could like do some really crazy stuff well, with it. What's I'm funny sure is up. I actually think I'm the opposite to how you feel there. I mean, I, I like a lot of Freddy's kills in this, and I like them in the first one. But for me, that randomness of it can be literally anything because it's in a dream is actually something I like less than okay. I'd rather see someone be inventive with what's around them. Mm. For me, there's more satisfaction I- in that. All right, I mean, yeah, that's, you know, I'm, I'm not going to argue because that's just like oh, a, it's a, taste, you know, a personal taste thing. preference. Yeah, it's a taste yeah. thing. I'm not, uh-huh. I'm not uh, debating yeah. the, the merits of one over the other more than I'm just saying, I don't know, that just, like, I like that more. Like, there's yeah. something about, oh, there's a, a corkscrew here, so let's corkscrew them in the eye, <laughs> like, kind of thing. Like, you know, something. So you're that, taking, like, notes for when you eventually snap. and. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I've, I've got a list of about 100 or so ways that I might kill Tim with like just oh. various ideas good thing I keep my address <laughs> hidden uh, <laughs> I've got I, satellite door <laughs> see it, it, it is kind of funny though because uh, I am the exact opposite though like I you know I, I love dreams like I, I apologize if you know if someone's ever been at a party with me I'm the annoying dude that pulls you aside and tells you about the weird dream I had last night uh but i you know what's kind of funny is uh i think it was like sometime last week i actually had like a a really long dream uh it was like a nightmare i like how this was all just a lead-in so you could tell some people about your dream (laughs) i'm the annoying guy at parties that'll tell you about his dream which reminds me i have a dream i'd like to tell you all right now well i'm not gonna go into like too many details about it i actually i I don't remember a a ton but I, i do remember it was actually a uh you know a, a jason dream i you know i was like being chased around by you know jason Voorhees, and uh it was funny because when i woke up i you know most people don't really like nightmares but like when i woke up from it i kind of like felt like oh that was cool like i just like saw like a totally unique friday the 13th movie that no one else will ever see like I don't know. Nightmares are like kind of cool, like one-time-only horror movies that no one else can see. I I, I think that's kind of neat. In your head, it was probably badly directed. Oh, <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> I'm making an assumption. <laughs> I'm feeling confident about it. Um, I'll recreate it and show you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can never remember my dreams. Mm. I, I I every so often I'll remember a vague detail, but like once I've woken up properly, it's all gone. So most nights I don't even know that I've dreamt. Like so sometimes I'll just I'll wake up, I'll have a sense that I dreamed, but it's not really I've only ever had one real nightmare. Huh. And by one okay. real nightmare I mean I woke up sweating and like I like sat up. You know, in the movies where they sit up really quickly and they're sweating because yeah. something was really scary. I actually I couldn't remember what it was. I have no idea what I was dreaming about. I just I just woke up like that one night. So clearly I was having I... a nightmare, but I don't know what it was. Yeah, I I have nightmares fairly often like not every night but yeah it was before um, i met tim otherwise i'd assume it was tim trying to seduce me but <laughs> oh okay uh, <laughs> um i don't know what to say that uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've stopped the conversation dead I, i'm glad about that. i'm reaching for um, a drink and there's no drink tim i'm upset now well, go on i'm sorry uh i yeah i've woken up screaming a couple of times uh which i always think is kind of interesting um but yeah, I've I've never had anything like too too intense. Mm. Hence, hence my <laughs> my 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 assumption that the direction in your head is bad. That said, though, Tim, uh, you somehow managed to get us on a tangent for about ten minutes away from the movie. 
Uh, I mean, it's I, related. To I know the it's movie. dream, so it's kind of related. But you know what? This is loose. This is loose stuff. <laughs> Lucy goosey. So, uh, <laughs> so what else do we talk about before we get spoilers? Because I feel like I want to talk about the kills, but we can't do that until we get spoilers. Um, well, um, I do want to say that you know uh, that again, like. We, we, you know, we're kind of like adding on uh, to the story, like you know, we already mentioned a couple of times. Like it feels like a natural progression, mm. but uh, I do like at the same time, it still feels like, you know, um, oh, we're still within, you know, like what the premise of the franchise is. Like we are still getting these cool dream sequences. We are still getting like these cool kills. Like, um, I don't know, it it just does like it, it's exactly what you want a sequel to do, where it it's building. Um, but you know, keeping within what you're expecting and kind of just like giving you more, um, while at the same time being like its own unique experience, which is just uh, that's really cool. It's impressive. To sum all that up in a word, evolution. It's an evolution of the first film. Sure. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, elegant. That's, that was that was elegancy, Tim. I know you don't recognize okay. it. But... Sure. <laughs> Whatever lets you sleep at night. Look, just because the horror movies in your head at night are directed by Uva Bowl, don't don't give me shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. A, a, a horror movie, or a, a nightmare would just be like having to spend time with Uva Bowl. <laughs> As he tells you his ideas. Yeah. Like, let me, let <laughs> me pitch you a film. No, piss off, Uva. Ugh. <laughs> We'll probably have to do a movie of his soon. Maybe that might have to be one of the next uh, Patreon picks or commentaries or something. But... I feel like that's more of a goal. Like, you know, if we hit an X amount, we'll do a movie. <laughs> movie. That's a fun little goal. I, I think that's something we should consider. Sure. Okay. Uh, and I used to, you know, goal where it's like, okay, right, we hit, you know, $300 on Patreon. We'll do, like, a month of a bowl movies or something. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, see, the, my body's resistant. It's like, no, if you if you promise that, my body is just like saying, I'll kill you from the inside. Don't do it. Well, too bad you don't have a drink. <laughs> I hate you so much, Tim. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess I'll say, the cast. obviously we mentioned some of the cast members. We didn't mention oh, Pat- sure. Patricia Arquette, who plays uh, uh, Kristen, who's like, the main girl in this. Uh... Of course, she went on to do much things. It's actually kind of weird watching an old movie with her as a teenager. Because I, I, I tend to think yeah. of her as like the mum in boyhood or something. Okay. Time's a funny thing. <laughs> it is funny. Yeah. Well, 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 uh, right, we'll give a spoiler warning so we can talk about deaths and stuff and where the plot actually goes and, and whatnot. So, so let's, let's, talk, let's talk kills. Let's talk Freddy murders. Um, yes. Obviously, as the truck is backing up outside Tim's house, uh, <laughs> obviously we 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 enjoy a TV death. Welcome to Prime Time, bitch. Yeah. That's very good. Uh, that's the girl who, of course, wants to go to Hollywood and become an actress. Uh, hence, hence the joke. Uh, obviously, another big notable one from this movie is the guy who makes uh, uh, marionettes. Yeah, and he he is he literally becomes a marionette in in his dream. And of course, it's really cool because you see like Freddy's over, like really big and over the building, and he's like controlling them with strings. But to everyone else who's watching, and that's one of the things that I like about this is that they're all kind of aware of this maybe happening. That they're all kind of on alert because we see they've got a system. We see that like the, the like okay, I'll take the first shift. You sleep, and I'll I'll stand guard. And if you look like you're in distress, I'll I'll wake you up. That that becomes like a thing early on. And yeah. I like that when they, they see him like walking across to the ledge, like everyone like knows what's happening. They're, they're trying to save him. They're trying to wake him up. And they're just too far away. I like that. I like that it plays with the that they all know what's going on here, and they're trying to figure it out. Because one of my favorite little scenes in the movies, when Nancy first comes in to talk to them all, uh, at like a group meeting, and like they're all just kind of like, ah, oh, not listening to this, you know, psychiatrist lady. Like, you know, she doesn't care about us. And then she's like, I know who's coming after you. His name's Freddy, and he's got a burned face, and he wears a hat, and he's got claws on like on his right hand, and like just slowly, all of them just kind of looking at her like. How do you know this? <laughs> um, and I like that. I, I like that they finally f- have someone they can confide in. Uh, and one of the ways that this adds to the overall mythology is the idea that they realise that because... And this is something they kind of forget about in future movies, which again, you know, screw you, four, five, and six, is that in a dream, they actually have some powers of their own because it's a dream. 
they can literally just do something if they want to. So they all basically realise they've got like powers in the dreams, and there's a, there's a great scene where there's an attack on uh, Kristen early on where she's getting that's the big sort of famous snake head Freddy where he's like eating her right out the oh, wall. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, really cool effect, but she actually pulls Nancy into her dream. Like Nancy goes to sleep and she comes into the dream with her. And so they, so they do this group hypnosis thing where they all try to fall asleep together and then they realise they're in a dream and it's like, okay, so we all have powers and stuff. Let's try and do something. It's a dream. Just think of what you want to do. And uh, the kid in the wheelchair, the wizard master, he can walk because he's, he's in a wheelchair normally. Um, all of a sudden, uh, what was Taryn has like got a mohawk and she's got like switchblades yeah. and, you know, I'm bad and beautiful. And then... <laughs> uh, and then the uh, Kincaid, he's got super strength, and he's like, you know, crushing the legs of the chair. He's like, oh, this is fun. This is like, okay, hence why it's called Dream Warriors, because they all realize they can fight back. So it becomes this thing where we're all going to try and go into the dream together, and we can, because, again, that's a pretty big evolution from the first movie, where it was never two characters at the same time dreaming. It was never, like, two people together in a dream. It was always one person on their own running away from Freddy. So this was a very different approach. This was like, okay, that's this... This what can we do? What can we do to this to actually advance it, but make it feel like it's still part of the, the same kind of rule set? Oh, definitely, and uh, I think this is one of the cool things that makes like uh, you know the Dream Warriors so memorable. Is uh, yeah, because they all have these like you know different powers, and they're all like pretty unique. And you know, because just aside from them, you know, already you know kind of being different and like uh, from each other, uh, you know, they're already pretty memorable but then yeah once they are in their dreams and the warriors and you know the one kid looks like a wizard and then you know the other one looks like you know this big punk rock chick and it's like oh like you know it, it's almost like superheroes in, in a way like they all kind of have yeah. like costumes and powers it's really cool it kind of is and i think i think actually the reason why they're so different and distinct is is actually a byproduct because they wanted to give them all these powers so they they, they made the characters who all kind of related to the powers they were going to get and i think that's True. actually why we ended up with such a nice mix of characters who all feel very different um if I have any complaints, it's, it's just that a couple of them die too quickly. Because it basically, sure. we get to a point uh, like half an hour before the end of the movie where, uh, the like the, she's been kicked out along with the, the main doctor dude that she's been with, uh, uh, Neil Gordon. Like he he's like the the therapist who's actually looking after them all, and they get kicked out because they've been doing this dream stuff. And like two kids end up dead by that point, and then Joey, the kid who doesn't speak. He's uh, been trapped in a coma because he's he's got a crush on the nurse who like Freddie like manipulates and like, like it makes him like think he's kissing the nurse but then it's like oh no tongue tied to the bed haha <laughs> 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 very funny uh, but it's like, okay so two kids are dead and one's in a coma so you know what you're fired <laughs> you're not doing your job very well and so basically they actually sedate Kristen and it's like okay shit she's sedated like we have to do something so. Nancy hypnotizes the rest of them again together and they're going into like so that she's not on her own but they're going in to save Joey because Joey's inside the dream still he's not alive because at one point like he's in a coma and Nancy's like oh Joey please I know you're in there come back to us and then Freddy like carves on his stomach come in and get him bitch like that's like, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's funny but it's like oh it's a mission it's like they're coming together because they have to go in as a team to save someone uh, you know, rather than just oh, we're trying to survive, we're trying to kill Freddy. No, we're trying to save someone. It gave it more of like a, uh, you know, they're, they're not just being uh, reactive; like, they're being proactive. Yeah, and, I like and that. Uh, and you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, you know, sometimes I forget when I watch this, but uh, like most of them, like survive like the the body count's kind of low in this like if you compare it to the first one where yeah pretty much everyone dies like this one's kind of the opposite like oh no like mostly everyone lives i'd both say it's more 50 50 because I, yeah. I i i do uh, the, if like, you count I, like the older characters too i guess yeah because i i yeah. do wish the uh like obviously a couple of them who, who go in at the end have to die but i do think it was a shame how quickly taron and the, the wizard kid both get killed like they're in like yeah. one scene they have a good spell of offense they try and fight back and they get killed. Obviously, there's the, the the evil like wheelchair with all the spikes on it, and then the wizard uses his electricity power to like blow it up, and you know, all, all these things. Uh, but they do go quick, quick, which is probably my one complaint. I could I done like a, with all of them getting together, and then a couple of them dying whilst they're together, maybe to like really sell the team thing. But you know, it's yeah. whatever. Uh, it's, it's a minor complaint because uh, the rest like find each other and they help each other. The super strength kid like you know fights his way through mm -hmm. walls and stuff and. But as this is all going on, of course, the, the the way that the movie's like sort of like given us like an out, like how do we beat Freddy? Uh, all throughout the movie, 
the Doctor Gordon, he, he's been seeing this nun going around. Mm. And I think right from the get-go, you get the idea that she's probably not really there. This is like a, a phantom mm-hmm. or something. And she's like sort of like hinting as to like, oh, you have to stop Freddy, you have to do this. And he gets the idea that they have to like find these bones and like put them in holy ground. They have to like bury them in holy ground. Uh, and that'll that'll kill Freddy. That'll stop him. Um, Always reminds me of <laughs> Castlevania too. That, in, in that that's game. fair. Yeah. Well, to be fair, this, this existed first, I think. Mm. Probably, yeah, probably. I, th- I think it's maybe close, but I think I think it did. Uh, maybe ended up in the same time. What is actually funny <laughs> is this is actually the sole plot point that they used in the the, the video game for, uh, for Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, you're right. Yeah. The, the whole <laughs> concept the of that game too. is collecting the bones, uh, which of course are scattered all over the place. Cause it's a video game, mm-hmm. and yeah. So I think pretty fun game actually. Uh, I think I played that about a year or two ago, and I uh, had a lot of fun with it. Did you beat it? I did, but um, I no. Well, uh, I you can I guess you can probably say that because I was playing on a um, uh, like my Retron system, where, and you can use like save states on that. So, like if I was um, at a part that was too hard, I could yeah save uh, and start again. So you could save like, scum. I don't know if I call that cheating or right? to me that's just a, a way of playing video games. But I wouldn't call that cheating, but I know like some fair. yeah. It's I, I'm I, the purist. Play how you want to play, Tim. Yeah, I absolutely love video games, uh, but I, I never claim <laughs> to be good at them. Like, I know, like some people think, just like looking at like a guide or something is cheating, which I think is kind of like eh, I feel like that's a little extreme. But I mean, but sometimes you still have yeah. the time to figure things out. You might just like get past the bit you're stuck at, just so you can keep yeah. playing and enjoy the rest of it. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, uh, we've talked about this before, but I mean, if this was back in the day, like middle school, high school, where. I didn't have to worry about a job or, or like, you know, a uh, girlfriend or, you know, a million. Uh, oh, blame the girlfriend. Yeah. It's her fault. It's her fault. I'm shit at video games because of you. Why am I marrying I'm, you again? Uh, I'm just saying, you know, there was a time when basically you had nothing but time. So you could play something for hours and not like feel like, all right, I got to rush this thing along. Uh, which I love playing games now, but you know, then it gets to a point where it's like, all right, come on, I just want to beat this. Yeah, you have, you have X amount of time. You want to, yeah, you don't want to waste some of that just being stuck and frustrated apart. No, it makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. And as per usual, uh, around the 30 minute mark, there's usually a cut because our, our recording software gets a little bit fussy if you make the recording go on too long. And it's just good practice to cut, cut it into chunks just in case something does go wrong and you lose the whole thing. Just good practice when you're recording something. Okay. <laughs> and that gave me the... But it also gives us an actual opportunity to, to have a break if we need to go to the bathroom. Or in this case, take care of my thirst. And get a beverage. Uh, I feel like in your mind you thought that was going to be like a lot more epic or something. Are you expecting the people watching to like throw up their hands but be like, yeah, you got a drink. <laughs> no, it's more of a screw you time because you were making fun of me because I wanted a drink and didn't have one. Uh, well, so I, I was interested to kind of see what, like what your take was on the um, the uh, ghost nun kind of stuff because uh, this is another thing that I really love about the movie is uh, I like that there's all this extra stuff going on. Like, you know, uh, it's not just about them fighting Freddy, but there's this like ghost nun thing which um, – I feel like maybe like there are people that would be like, oh, that's a little too much, like you know. But I like that that you know this idea that hey, Freddy exists in this world is probably like weird other, you know, like spooky stuff. Yeah, too. yeah. And, and if Freddy can exist, then there has to be other supernatural things. Like, yeah, I mean, so, so I kind of I like this addition. I feel like it's um you know another good like addition to the uh, mythology. Yeah, and, and obviously uh, we we get the backstory of Freddy. I mean, obviously we had the, <laughs> the whole you know he, he was murdering kids, possibly molesting yeah. them. It never actually outright says that, but you kind of you know assume it, I guess. Uh, but the, so we we find out the the origin like before that, like how he is the way he is, is that his mother. Was I mean obviously the twist at the end is that this this is his mother the ghost but uh, she was locked in a prison over over Christmas with no guards uh, or with some guards but they they always hid her from the guards but she was locked in with all the inmates and she was raped hundreds of times by 
a, a prison full of inmates, crazy inmates, uh, over the holidays. So the idea that Freddy Krueger is the bastard child of like a of a hundred maniacs is super over the top, but it does kind of work. It is. I to me, I. Uh... I I really like this backstory, which sounds kind of weird because obviously it's horrific. You know, it, I would well, never it, wish that on another person, but it sounds like oh, of course you of, wouldn't wish it on someone, Tim. No one's questioning that. Right, <laughs> but I just like the like this sounds like such a um, like this has such like a weird like local urban legend kind of vibe to yeah, it. Yeah, I, I kind of love it. Like, yeah, it has, I love it for that aspect. It has that vibe to it. And I think just the idea that Freddy's that awful. Like, he's always been that awful a person. Yeah. The, the idea that he's, he, like, there's no one father. It's like a hundred maniacs are his father. That is yeah. something to that idea that kind of kind of works. It, it'd be different. Yeah. Like, if they actually showed, like, a flashback of this happening, I'd feel uncomfortable with it. But as a story. Oh, yeah, sure. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's, it's got this legend myth to it. That, and that... You can't think about it too long because the science on it really doesn't check out. Like, I'm pretty sure, like... Oh yeah, no, scientifically, <laughs> as soon as one got her pregnant, then none of the the the, the, the penises after that would have yeah. triggered anything. But or it's like, oh, is there like, is there a way to tell like how evil a sperm is? And it's like the more evil uh, sperm get together, like the more evil your child will be. It's a movie about a guy who kills people in their dreams. <laughs> Given that logic, I think we can go along with this. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah, but um, I, I think so, you I think you summed it up well why it's a good backstory though. It's, it's got that urban legend kind of this happened here years ago kind of feel yeah. to it. And uh, and it's cool and it kind of sets off like uh, this little it it, it kind of feels like a side quest to the you know to the main story where but uh, it's in, but it's integral to it as well which is nice yeah which yeah, is then, uh, of course the the, the Doctor Gordon teams up with Nancy's father so we get him back which is why it feels like a proper conclusion it feels like I feel weird calling it a trilogy because the second one doesn't really matter like you could just watch one and three it's fine <laughs> that'll do yeah. it uh, it's almost in the same way that you can skip Halloween three like if you want to just watch one two and four it's the story you can't like you don't need to watch three three is like completely yeah. different uh, but like it does feel like a conclusion to the story that started in one because you've got like the father who also survived being here we find that he's a drunk and obviously since like the his wife died like he's been kind of estranged with nancy but she still cares for him and he still cares for her it's just kind of this weird awkward thing and he 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 of course was amongst the parents who killed freddie and like you know burned the body and stuff and it's like okay where are the bones we need to go find them so we get this quest of them going to well first they stop off at a church so they can steal some holy water and, <laughs> and a crucifix and then they go to this junkyard because they, they they hid the bones in a, the back of a car uh in the middle of a junkyard and hey cat what are you doing? It's not my cat for a change. It's one of your cats, <laughs> and he's, he's he's making noise over the mic now as well. Okay. Some X-rated cat ass for you on uh, the show tonight. The audio people don't even know what they're missing at all. This is. Um, so <laughs> where was it? Yes. So uh, bones and a junkyard. So they go find the bones. We get some almost Evil Dead two. Or esque like moments where like Freddy when he's about to kill some of them in the dream, they they they've got his bones, so he leaves the dream and his bones come to life and actually kill like uh, Nancy's father gets killed like fighting the because he's like I killed you once before and then he starts fighting with a skeleton. Uh, yeah. And obviously the effects are quite old school here, but they kind of work for the most part in like a sort of fun cheesy eighties way. Yeah, it's um like it's definitely cheesy, but yeah, it has its charm. Yeah, I, I feel like if you if you look the movie up to this point, I feel like it's you know it, it's in line with the aesthetic and it's yeah. you know, not too much. And you get some paled and stuff. And I actually forgot. It's been a long time since I'd watched it. When I watched this again, uh, that I'd forgotten that both Nancy and her father both die. Yeah, I didn't remember that, and I was actually really disappointed when Nancy died as well because I was like, well, I get it, he died because he kind of was like part of what started all this. Um, even though, don't get me wrong, I don't think the parents were <laughs> like evil for what they did i mean he was like right, kidnapping right, yeah. their kids and whatnot but uh like but like she like she's kind of innocent i mean don't get me wrong there is a nice again uh full rounded story or narrative to it because the main character kind of like defeated freddy with you know as she died like she she mm-hmm. she's dead but she took out freddy she helped take out freddy and she saved all these new generation of kids that's mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of cool and we do have like three four survivors who all go to their funeral and that's the whole it's the ending where we find out wait you were the mother all along, yeah. and uh, 
Of course, there's the final little horror movie shot where, like, you know, Gordon's asleep and he's got the little dream, like, uh, statue that Nancy had to show that that's kind of lived on in some way. And you see the little light come on the little toy house, which obviously just a nice little wink, you know, maybe the horror's still out there ending, but... Uh, but for the most part, no, this, this concludes the story. They beat Freddy, they, they, they send him to hell, and... Which uh, I absolutely love, like freddy's uh death scene here like as he's oh, yeah. you know in the dream world fighting them and you know you just see like all these kind of they're uh sprinkling them with like holy water and stuff and you just see the spots like you well, know no, coming just, just to clarify that's in the real world uh like gordon's, right, 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 yeah. gordon's splashing right. him with holy water and in the dream you see like it's almost like uh like holes in his body but there's light coming yeah. through them uh, and it's like a it's very holy i suppose it's like the golden light of god is like coming yeah. through his body <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, that's really, really cool. Good, cool visual. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a very good ending. Uh, it feels very satisfying. And then you know, cut to credits, kick in this really cool like eighties uh, rock ballad. Oh yeah, if it wasn't a copyright issue, I'd I'd be blasting the the Dream Warriors at the start and the end of this because <laughs> we're the Dream Warriors. <laughs> uh, a couple of moments. Um, just want to highlight real quick that uh, I think are cool uh, is um, Taryn's death. I uh, actually like a lot. Like it's not like a big bombastic death, uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think it's cool uh, seeing Freddy's hands turn into the uh, the needles. I mean, yeah. yeah. And you just see like the little, uh, you know, marks on her arms kind of like puckering, like, like they want it. Uh, it's just a cool visual. Um, but uh, like you said, though, I do wish she stuck around a little longer. Like I'd, I'd be fine with that death, but, you know, um, maybe if she was, if there's a little more yeah, leading up to I, it. Yeah, I just think her and the wizard maybe died too. They had, they had their one scene and then they were dead by the scene, end of the scene. Yeah. And I just, yeah, I was like, whatever. Because I actually grew to like all the characters. Like, because you see them playing games together, you see them kind of bickering together. Like, you, you get yeah. like a little family vibe from them. So, um, and then, uh, and then we didn't really mention the big scene with uh, Joey, where you know he finally gets rescued and. Um, Every it's kind of you know towards the end everyone is uh, getting sucked into the mirrors and then yes it's a hole uh, in mirrors yeah and uh, but that's just cool he realizes his uh, you know dream power is that he can actually talk and then he screams, you know, he's able to scream yeah. and shatter the mirror and everyone falls out that's that's just uh, another cool scene uh, and uh, and again it's funny though because there's like scenes like that that it's like oh those are cool but it's like oh those aren't like uh, like death scenes so like there's like a lot of cool scenes that aren't yeah, necessarily I mean- just kills. Yeah, because there's a... I mean, technically it's a kill, but it's not a real kill because it's, it's just, like, a fake dream person. But when he's, like... When he puts uh, Kristen back to the start of the movie where she's, like, waiting up for her mum uh, at um. night and she comes back with a boyfriend uh, and the scene plays out like it did before, but she has this kind of weird deja vu kind of thing. And then Freddy's the boyfriend and he comes in and he just, like, decapitates her mother and, like, the mother's yeah. head's there, but she's still talking. Uh, that was fun. I, I like that Freddy was in a tuxedo. For that scene, it was just a fun kind of look to see Freddy in a tux. Yeah. Yeah. Um, honestly, the only the only little thing I don't like really is I'm not necessarily a big fan of. I mean, I, I don't mind this as a concept. The whole idea that all all the souls of the, ki- the kids that he's killed give him more strength. Like he's more powerful now than he's ever been because he keeps killing people. I don't mind that as a concept. I don't actually like this the visual effect of like all the the faces and he's like chest screaming out. Uh-huh. Yeah, I kind of like it. I think it's a it's an interesting uh, look, and the yeah, yeah I feel like the, the practical effects are well done. It's just, it's just a taste. Um, like, I I don't really sure. have like a reason why it's bad. It's just yeah, I don't know. It <laughs> doesn't tickle your pickle. That's cool. Doesn't tickle my pickle. There you go. So. Oh. <laughs> doesn't float my boat. Doesn't churn my butter. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, trying to think if there's anything else we missed. I feel like we covered all the big scenes. I guess we didn't really talk about the opening too much, where. Uh, you know, she's like running away from him and uh she uh, Kristen uh you know and she picks up like the little girl and turns into a skeleton and she gets stuck in the tar. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't talk about that opening too much. No, it's just it, there's not much to say about yeah. it, but you know, it's a good opening, but yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's a fun sequence. Obviously that ends with her uh getting cut and it looks to to her mother also she's just slit her wrists because she's in the bathroom yeah. and she's holding a piece of glass. Uh, which is why she gets sent to the uh, to the to, to the hospital, uh, and that's kind of the. I mean, that, that, I mean, that's basically the movie. I, I I think for me, it's a really lean and mean film, and it's like a proper build up. Obviously, there's this sleazy, uh, uh, orderly who like it hits on Taron at one point. And is like, hey, uh, if you want more drugs, I can get you into the. You know, he's basically just wanting like 
easy sex yeah. off a mental patient, like, yeah. I guess is the, the way to put it. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I guess it would have been nice to see him get some uh, comeuppance. Yeah, killed. Yeah, that would have been, yeah. that would have been nice. Um, and then yeah. there's some good, uh, you know, um, mythology stuff that they uh, will reference from this movie back in uh, once we get to Freddy versus Jason. That, that's true. Yeah, yeah. It, this probably has one and three have the most mythology in them. I feel like yeah. four, five, and six just kind of <laughs> keep making up things just so they can have a movie as opposed to like you know good stuff. Interesting. And things that make sense. Yeah, more, more than that when we get to 4, 5, and 6. You know, in, in a weird way, I think that um, when, when I kind of think of, like, you know, terms of, like, you know, having your trilogy and stuff, mm. too, I always think of, like, um, the first movie, this one, and then, like, New Nightmare uh, in a weird way, even though it, it's kind of its own thing, but it's also kind of the series. Oh, but yeah, I think but that makes, like, a nice trilogy. Yeah, that's the three you should watch, absolutely. If you only watch three Nightmare movies, it's one three New Nightmare. That's your three, but... Uh, yeah, so no, I I I love uh, once like I said at the start, I love it because I I love characters being proactive and sort of teaming together and trying to fight the bad guy, and this this is that to the next level. You know, one's just just yeah. Nancy, maybe with a little bit of help from from a friend, but this one it's like no, there's a team. Let's try and figure this out, and it makes sense. It makes sense they can do extra things in the dreams, like all of the new ideas all feel like they stack on to the original concept very well. No, yeah. no, nothing feels like, ah, oh, that doesn't work, or, ah, oh, that feels like a forced thing so you can do this, or whatever. It all makes some amount of sense. Um, and, and I like that. Uh, so, so hey. But hey. Uh, so there you go. That, that is, uh, that is uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, the, the Dream Warriors. We shall rate the movie out of 10. Timothy, mm-hmm. what are you giving it? <sighs> I like this one a... Uh whole heck of a lot um still gonna say though i i it still doesn't beat the first one for me i i I said before that i really really love uh the first one this one it's great but just a just a little bit of a step down so i'm still i'm gonna give it a nine actually though so still gonna give it a really great score i think it's awesome what'd you get the Um, first one i think i gave it a 10 maybe (laughs) or if not maybe like a nine or 9.5 but okay <laughs> I, th- I think i gave it a 10 though i might, I might be crazy uh no, I'm, I'm giving this an 8.5 i think i get the first one an eight that's what this one's a step up for me but obviously they're both very good like that you know yeah. I'm, not, I'm not dissing one when i say that uh but that's that's where i'm landing on this so um cl- clearly yeah you, you're the bigger freddy fan you you're getting up to good good your nines and tens yeah yeah you're crazy crazy man uh, but whatever, there you go. That, that's that's taste. That's Tim and 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 a nutshell. Fre- Freddy Krueger, goats and Hellboy. That's his. That's his thing. That's his jam. It's good Saturday night to me. <laughs> so they movie sex tape. Uh, so <laughs> that is that is for, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three. We've done. I've done that like four times in this video. I've, I've accidentally almost said Friday the Thirteenth. It's so easy to do for some reason. Uh, you did it once as well, so you you no. you shut up. <laughs> no, don't, give me, don't, don't give me that smug face. <laughs> but that that is uh, that is the third movie. So uh, we are working way through these. We won't be back to this next, of course. We we'll be back to Friday the Thirteenth before we get to this. But before we even get to that, we have to get back to Phantasm. We have to get back to the Howling. We get some other Part Fours coming up uh, before we get back to Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, I know next week. We have a big, exciting new release, so there'll be no franchise movies next week. So you can look forward to that. You know what it is, Tim. Shut up. Stop, stop mm. making the face like, what's coming out? What do I not know about? <laughs> it's only the most anticipated horror movie of the year for us. Mm. Ready Player One. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was mediocre. I believe Freddy makes an appearance, I think. Uh, so does Jason. And oh, so does... Cool. Those two aren't spoilers. I think there's also a third one, which I think is more of a spoiler. But... Mm. There's those three big slasher icons in the movie. Cool. It's still really mediocre, though. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see it, so I can't say anything. I'll tell you after we stop if you want to know what the third one was. But um, okay, <laughs> that that is uh, so. So yeah, we got that next week, and then we got something else uh, the the following week, probably the probably the Patreon pick. Uh, the new Patreon pick is it's not up yet. It will probably be up a day or two after this goes up 
uh, for everyone. So if you are a patron or you're interested in being a patron over at patreon.com slash TV, there's a link in the description, uh, every month there's a vote for the $5 patrons to vote for. You get four movies to pick from and that'll be up in the next couple of days. I can tell you what the theme's going to be. Uh, I can't tell you what the movies are yet. But the theme is going to be the end of the school year, so there's going to be uh, prom and graduation themed horror movies. Uh, Ooh, in the what fun. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, and the winner of the previous vote, actually. Uh, oh, can, I, can I remember it off the top of my head? I don't think uh, I can. I, I know oh, no. what it is. But... Oh, you, you don't know what it is. Okay, what was the, what was the winner? It was High Tension. Ah, yes, yes. Height Tension, a.k.a. High Tension, yeah. a.k.a. Switchblade so, Romance. So in honor of 420 coming up, we're going to be watching... <laughs> High tension. <laughs> that that was that was oh, that was terrible, Tim. I I, I can't even applaud that. Uh, but that was the winner. That the, the theme for that vote uh, last month was uh, was actually all crypt movies. What is the crypt? You might ask. The crypt is also a Patreon thing where five dollar patrons can submit movies to the crypt, which is essentially a to do list of movies for us. Uh, that are usually submitted, they go into the list and every so often we'll pick one to do or in the case of last month we picked four of them to go into the vote for them to vote for so that's what the crypt is uh, 121 in Flux also has a version of it called The Vault which is the same kind of thing but for, for non-horror movies So, yeah, I never understood how The Vault works so like, the crypt <laughs> well I get the crypt but <laughs> I don't know <laughs> you're being obtuse Tim <laughs> you're being obtuse uh, so that's the that's the Patreon plugging out of the way <laughs> so uh, what else can I tell you you can like subscribe you can uh, let us know what you think of Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 in the comments below uh, you can do other things and you can tweet your dreams to Pete <laughs> he loves to hear about them at Wibble89 you can do that you can get his at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates you can get Tim at, at Tim Vergulish if you want to get him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is that is that is us. So uh, as always, we appreciate you watching and listening. Uh, we will see you next time. Keep watching scary movies. Welcome to prime time, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>